Welcome to Underscotted Podcast, brought to you by Maria Dornell, realtor, helping families open the doors to their dream homes. Hi, I'm Corey Felton, host of Underscouted, and today I have a very special guest, Coach Brittany White. How you doing, Coach? Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Man, no problem at all, Coach, as you represent our HBCUs from Tuskegee. Team youth all day. So, Coach, before we get started, can you give me a little bit of uh, background information about you? Okay, yeah. So, um, I originally got into college coaching as a graduate assistant coach at Delta State University uh, during my first year, which was the 2013-2014 season. Um, I was under head coach David Midlet. We ended up winning a conference tournament. Um, after that, my second year, David Midlick took the associate head coaching job at Memphis University, and Craig Rowland became our head coach. Um, we ended up becoming conference runner tournament, excuse me, tournament runner up uh, in our conference tournament. Um, and then after two years at Delta State, I got my master's degree in uh, sport and human performance. Um, I then took a year off from college coaching just to kind of see, you know, if I wanted to be on that college level or try the high school route. Uh, I became the long-term substitute at Forest Park Middle School in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, during my time there, I also trained professionally, also was became a referee, and was also coaching AAU during that time. So I was quite busy. Um, and during that year, I pretty much realized I did not want to be on the high school level, and I wanted to get back into the college level. Um, so I sent emails out like crazy, and I got in contacted with Coach Jerry Porter, who's the head coach at Francis Marion University. So I was at Francis Marion for two seasons. Um, and after my two seasons there, I was hooked up with Coach Powell, who was our head coach here at Tuskegee University. And we are now entering our third season here at Tuskegee. Wow, Coach. Wow. So you reverted back and you uh, went through high school. And then you realized, hey, man, I, you know, I might need to work at the college level. Was there anything at the high school level that you've seen that made you want to just catapult to the college level? I'm going to say this with a grain of salt. Um, on the college level, I don't have to deal with as many, um, let's go, just outside forces. Um, you know, when I was on that high school level, I would always have kids, oh, coach, I can't make it today. Or, I'm not feeling like it. You know, once you get on that college level and you sign that scholarship, it is pretty much your job. So once you sign a scholarship, I know that you are truly committed. So I know there are definitely committed uh, athletes out there, but during my time, I just realized I would prefer to be on that college level. Gotcha. Now, Coach, in your first year as an assistant coach, you helped Tuskegee achieve a 20-win season and semifinals. Can you share the culture of your program that your team was able to produce during that time? Yes, sir, of course. Um, I'm going to say the biggest thing uh, for our success during our first year um, was just the buy-in, both from the returning players, who obviously we did not recruit, and then uh, we brought in our own three or four recruits during that time, and just getting all of them to buy-in. Not only buy-in to us as a staff, but buy-in to the program. Um, so when we first got here, we did a lot of team bonding and we did that mostly for the team to just come together as one and understand that guys, we're always going to have your back, whether it be from the coaching staff or whether it be from the teammates, but we need you all to buy in and believe in each other. 
Um, one thing I will say is Tuskegee was extremely talented before we got here. Um, so when we added those few other pieces, we were really able to kind of just hit the ground running. Um, and once we were able to get the kids to buy into us as a staff and our style of play, um, when we first came in, we we like to play fast. I mean, we're going to get out and transition. We're going to get out. Uh, we play a, a three-two press, um, and we're going to get up and try and get steals. So we like to play a fast-paced game, which honestly I believe is extremely fun. So those girls were able to buy into us as a staff, but also buy into our, our style of play, which allowed us to, A, like you said, get the 21 season and make it into the conference semifinals. And Coach, when you set that that presence, when you uh, when you have a culture that's being set, when you see players buy in, how does it feel as a coach at that point when you see players get excited about what you're telling them and seeing where they can progress to? I mean, it just makes you a proud coach. Um, for instance, we had a freshman when we first got here um, who had all the talent and all the skills, but she just wasn't confident. So once we were able to get her just to believe in herself and to believe in her skill set, I mean, the style was the limit. So seeing them buy in is, I mean, it's an amazing feeling as a coach because it lets you know that you're doing something right. Whether you're getting the wins or not, as long as the kids are becoming better players and better people, you know you're doing your job correctly as a coach. And speaking of players, Coach, you are a player yourself. And as a player, you set records in the Peach Belt Conference. Can you tell us your mentality as a player at that point in your career? Man, bringing me back some days. So um, <laughs> I played two years at uh, Southern Poly, which is an NAIA school, and then I transferred to Augusta State, which is in the Peach Belt. Um, my, my mindset as a player, I was just, I was a true competitor. Um, you know, some people, they like to win, and some people, they hate to lose. I was one of those players that I hated to lose, and I was going to do whatever necessary to win, um, whether that means giving it all, my all on defense, or making sure the ball was in the hands of the correct person offensively. Um, but I was always, always ready to compete. And my competitive mindset wasn't just in games. It was also in practice. Um, you know, if I was on your team that day, you would love me. But if you were playing against me, you probably didn't like me that much because – my mindset was when you're playing, you know, we don't have friends. You know, as soon as we the game stops, we can be friends again. But in between <laughs> those lines and that time is going, I'm going to give you my best shot. And in return, I would like yours. So I was always willing to go out there and just give it my all and compete. Hey, Coach, I like that concept. I'm, I'm not your friend when we're on the court. So don't <laughs> – it's a friendly competition, but I'm not your friend. I like that, Coach. Yes, sir. So, Coach – when it comes to the student athletes, what qualities would you look for them to have? Oh, uh, well, I'm going to go back to it. Um, some call it a comp- competitive mindset. Some call it the dog mentality, the wolf mentality. All I want is to make sure that you are a competitor first. Just be a competitor. Go out and compete. That way, because when you're a competitor, you're not only competing with who's in front of you, but you're also competing with yourself. And you're competing with yourself to be better than you were the day before. So we're most in, most importantly going to look for your competitive drive. After your competitive drive, we like to recruit what we call two-way players, players that can play more than one position. Now, if you're a guard, I'm not we're not telling you to go down and play in the post, but if you're a, if you're a point guard, be able to 
shoot the ball as well to where if we needed to have two point guards on the court, I now got a point guard and a shooting guard at, on the same time. Um, also, that goes the same for, for our post players. We like for our post players to be a little bit more versatile, put the ball on the floor, but also post up with your back to the basket and be able to turn around and get a bucket. Now, just like we talk about two-way players on offense, we mean the same for defense, um, especially for our the three and the four position nowadays are kind of interchangeable. So if you can play that wing, we would also like you to be able to, you know, guard that stretch four player as well. Um, if you can guard multiple multiple positions, more than likely you can play multiple positions as well. So we're looking for that competitive edge. Um, we're also looking for two-way players. And most importantly, just players that work hard. Gotcha, Coach. So I, I'm starting to notice that the college basketball uh, game play on both sides, men and women, it's starting to really speed up. And players are having to play multiple roles, as you you know, said, that they have to play like both ways or understand how to play two positions at least, but still play two mm-hmm. positions in their current position state, but just know how to move around in it. And as a spectator, I'm starting to notice, like even at the NBA level, WNBA level, these girls and these guys are moving faster now. So... Yeah, Coach, I agree with you. You need to have someone who can multitask on the court as well. So given that you're looking for that particular style of a, a student athlete, you served as a recruiter for college basketball, Coach. The current state of these recruits right now in the class of 21, they don't know what may happen because of COVID. Some seasons are even cut short. Some seasons have completely said nothing's going to happen this year. As a high school kid, what advice would you give them in this current moment? Hey, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And what that means is, you know, we just went through this entire summer where some people were able to go out and play AAU tournaments. Some states weren't. Some people weren't able to drive to make that tournament, and, you know, they were stuck at home. So what were you doing all summer? Were you working on your game? And even if, you know – no excuses. Even if you didn't have a gym, did you get outside? Did you run some sprints? Did you do some ball handling outside? Um, you can always get better at your craft. So as we move forward into hopefully, you know, this upcoming season, um, ways to stand out, always, you know, film your workout. Build relationships with coaches. Um, you know, I've got kids now that will DM me just to say, hey, and then they kind of work their, their highlight tape into it. But you know, they're, they're actually doing the work themselves and putting themselves out there. So however you can get connected, get connected, build a genuine relationship with your with these recruiting coordinators or your coaches who you're having conversations with. That way, you know, when it is your time, you will know if that's going to be a correct fit for you or not. Um, and with the, this upcoming season kind of being up in the air, it goes back to just staying ready. If you know that you've been, if you're putting in the work daily to where when you do get that one shot, and, you know, hopefully we can get back out in a 10 games, but even if we can't, you can still have your games recorded. And, you know, you've been putting in the work, so when you're actually on the light or the lights come on, we will see the product or we will see what you've been doing this summer. Thank you, Coach, for the information. Um, preparation is key. And I'll, I hear a lot of coaches say, stay ready, stay ready. Don't get ready. Stay ready. And I think a lot of high school athletes, you know, it's starting to dawn on them. Man, I need to be out there putting reps up in my driveway or I need to be putting reps up at the nearest gym or I need to be at least running and trying to get myself prepared. And, you know, that that's a concept that we, we're constantly pushing 
for athletes. Hey, stay ready. Don't don't wait till somebody says, "Hey, we got a game tomorrow." Or a game. <laughs> so, staying ready is key, coach. Coach, well, I appreciate your time today. I appreciate the jewels that you dropped on us today. Um, we thank you for coming on and being the HBCU Tuskegee coach that you are. And we thank you for your participation with Underscouted. Hey, I appreciate you guys for having me. Thank you so much. No problem, Coach. We would like to give a thank you to our sponsors, Magaya Watches, Keep It Time in Sports, and Maria Adorno, Realtor of La Rosa Realty, helping families open doors to their dream homes.